0: All
2: of this. Did you see that article? Every year these liberal elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us and hunt us for sport.
1: The last I heard free speech still exists.
2: Don't First Amendment me.
1: It
3: wasn't real. Get
4: we were joking. You actually believed we were hunting human beings for sport. <laughs>
1: but you are.
2: Hello friends! It is a crazy time to be alive right now, so we're glad you're hanging out with us on the film board from The Next Reel on rashpixel.fm. We spoil movies, and this month, as the world crumbles under the weight of a state of emergency pandemic quarantine that's been wildly politicized across the spectrum, we've gathered up a gang of thugs to discuss a timely take on conspiracy theories. This past Friday the 13th, the controversial political hit job, The Hunt, opened in theaters. And while we're all doing our best to practice social distancing, we braved the auditoriums to start this conversation for you right here. To be honest, when we pick movies for the film board, we're not always sure which movie in a given month is the right choice, but with all the history and chatter about it, this is the one that we thought we had to see in March. And with current events infecting the narrative everywhere, it sure feels appropriate to start the conversation now. Uh, but before we get into the Blue State, Red State, Stratego commentary, go check out all of the details about the Next Reel's party of podcasts at the nextreel.com and As always, the best way to support these thought-provoking discussions about art and society in the motion picture medium is over at Patreon.com slash The Next Reel. Subscriptions there help us keep the conversation going here in your ears and everywhere else in the world. Okay, let's introduce our host tonight. Straight out of deep blue, Los Angeles, California. Say howdy, Tommy Handsome. Hi, everybody. Pleasure to be here. The Hunt. And of course, Arizona has been historically red, but it's kind of purple now, isn't it, Steve Sarmento?
3: It's... I don't know. It's Arizona. We're like the West Coast, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I have never
2: heard that, but I like it, and I'm going to go with it. Uh, it, The reason I bring up those things is it's impossible to talk about this movie without getting into the politics, and unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be the perfect representation of left, right, and center. Uh, I am JJ, and I reside in the bluest part of Oregon, but we'll do our best to represent the messages here from both sides of the aisle. There's so much to talk about here on this one, so let's start with your initial thoughts. What'd you think of the movie? What'd you think of the hunt, Steve?
3: I had so much fun with this movie. It was ridiculous. (laughs) I love this. It was hilarious, hysterical. I think it didn't take itself seriously. It knew what it was and it, it just skewered everybody literally and metaphorically on the left and the right. And I had so much fun with that. Um, it's exactly what I needed at, at this, this time of just something light and fresh and fun and ultra gory.
2: Interesting that you thought there was a skewering on both sides. I, I definitely want to get into that when we talk. Okay, Tommy, what did you think of The Hunt?
4: I think that the one thing that really hurt this movie the most was the controversy about it. Because it was yeah. almost impossible to go in without thinking, all right, what is this movie trying to say? And the movie is trying to say almost nothing. <laughs> it is a, a skit. That is enlarged to about an hour and a half. That being said, why I wanted to be able to see it again fresh is because now that I know it's not really digging in. It's just satirizing the most ridiculous parts of the light of the left and the right and sort of shooting this non-character who's actually very interesting right through the middle. Uh, That being said, it's just a really fun B movie. I had a great time with it. I was just distracted waiting for it to say something. Time. did you say fun b movie fun b movie that? yes it's what do you mean it, it, it it's its premise is razor thin sharp uh there are n- almost no real people in it they're all caricatures and it's almost it's like an exploitation film of let's just make everybody crazy and push them to the both sides and then film an extremely gory it's what b movies used to be it's just a really fun you can turn off your brain a little bit but there's some fun stuff in there uh i really had a lot of fun with it I wish it hadn't I wish I could have seen it in a different light at first
2: well that's see, and I think that's really interesting because uh, even in the idea of you saying that if you apply it to the greater society, it may be trying to say that <laughs> on a large scale as well sure. i think uh, I think I agree with both you guys a little bit i I you know read all this stuff and all this controversy and all this stuff about how you know it's meant to be a satire and it's not really satire and all this stuff i didn't I didn't catch any of that i just I I thought it was a funny comedy. Um, that was, you know, it's a f- action comedy that's kind of gory and you know has political themes in it. But I thought it was really fun. I was surprised by how much I liked it. Um, and I-, I think if you start getting into the questions of what is it saying or or what does it mean or what was the intent, that's when all of a sudden you start not liking it because right. it doesn't execute on those things. I liked that, Tommy that you called it a skit because I think that's kind of what it is. Um, and it's and it's effective. It's an effective skit. Um, yeah. But when it tries when it tries to dabble in some of the greater things Things, it kind of gets mixed up in its own metaphor and then you just get kind of lost it. This movie is at its best when it's just slamming you in the face and making you laugh. And that's <laughs> I had fun with that part. So, yes. um, OK, so it, it, it sounds like we're pretty much in agreement, but I think that we we're going to have to talk a bit o- over the things that everybody else seems to get a, be getting up in arms about. So first, I'll give a quick synopsis Well,
4: again, though, getting up in arms about before they saw it.
2: Yes, right. Yes. Well, the script was leaked. That's that's one thing. And I, and I was talking to Steve about this before is that the show. True? I didn't know that this This is the the first time talking about the synopsis. No, you see, and that's the interesting thing. So this is the first time in the history of my hosting of the film board that I was actually able to get a script for a movie. Yes, it's on the web and it's going to be in our show notes. So you can click right on it because it's totally available online. And so that's a really interesting thing, right? When do you know when it was? Leaked? Uh, I think it was leaked much closer to the original uh, yes. open date, which was around September 27th, 2019. And it was no pushed idea. back. And this is, you know, we were going to talk about this, but we can, we might as well bring it up now. It was going to be then, but that is the week following the three, Uh, the three almost simultaneous, very close in days, uh, mass shootings in, uh, Gilroy, California at the garlic festival, Dayton, Ohio, and then in El Paso, Texas. So they decided to put it off and they brought it back now here in March. So, you know, um, and president Trump tweeted about it. Yeah. So that, and that's the kind of thing. So the the script is out there. Yeah. So Um, so people have seen that. So it's, it's a weird thing. Um, but you're right. The controversy is different. Yeah.
3: I've got an article here, August 14th, 2019 from uh district herald and it said the headline is the hunt script was leaked and the right was wrong uh basically saying that all the backlash from you know that right wing group that was feeling offended about it the script leaked and people are saying no that's not it's what not this, like that it's it's not Correct. like that exactly yeah. but i did not well and i don't recall read seeing the first that first page yeah i <laughs>
2: because and i want to get into that okay, okay so before okay. we talk about yes. this more let me let me do a synopsis of the film i'm going to try to not go too far with it but i think we're going to get into what it is the movie starts and this is why i say the first page the movie starts with a text string of liberal rage and a reference to a hunt and a plea or is it a sarcastic jest to delete the message we are then placed in a particularly douchey first class cabin that is disturbed by a confused confused huge man the passengers play as though they will help him but eventually kill him with no remorse and then we wake up with a number of people gagged in a forest who find their way to a crate full of weapons and keys for their gags, too. As they all arm up, they be begin to be killed in a number of elaborate and actually hilarious ways. One of the newly awoken isn't present through this, though. Her name is Crystal played by Betty Gilpin, uh, who I knew from glow uh, and people might know her from other places too. Uh, We meet her shortly as she wanders into one of the detailed death trap facades and both thinks and fights her way out of it. Her path from here is beset with uh, terrifying charades, just like this. And she works to find out who is Hunter and who is hunted and, and why? And, and, And does it matter? Uh, Which I think when you get into some of those questions, maybe that's where people start reading into the subtext. Is there other things that I mean, I skipped over a lot of stuff here, but I think we're going to talk about them in the show. Are there other things that are important for us to know about how the movie went or crises that we should bring up when we talk about what is going on in this movie?
3: No, I think that I mean, there's there's not much to it. When this ended, I was I was surprised. Well, it is a short film. I mean. Runtime 89 minutes yeah so when when you're used to you know two hours when you hit something 89 minutes it's like whoa that that was it the pacing it, it moves through things very quickly there's not a lot of story there's not a lot of character to this film so that pretty much summarizes the main i think key story and, and plot points to it
2: yeah yeah and i think you know the, the happiness that we found in watching this as a as a skit comedy i think is 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 separate from all of this controversy. And I think the, the controversy, you know, that I've seen or, or, and something Steve that you mentioned is you feel like everybody was getting skewered. Um, and, and from what I've read, you know, the filmmakers, the, the writers, Nick Hughes and uh, Damon Lindelof wanted it to be seen as not having bias, but everything I've read about it, all the opinions that I've read about it claim some sort of bias. Do you think And and it sounds like for you, Steve, that you were able to see it somewhere in the middle. Yes. Do you think that that's possible when you go see this movie? Is that the natural place for an audience member to sit?
3: I tend to skew more towards middle center anyway. So plus I can laugh at myself on all kinds of things as well. And I think that's, you know, I was expecting a lot more of skewering of the right and conservatives and, you know, all of that. So when we do get the, I think it was heaviest for me with the, um, the little, Little shop in in Arkansas, Ma and Pa, uh, their their little interactions with each other um, seem to be poking fun at a lot of the a lot of the left a little bit because there's there's jokes about NPR and even you know even NPR everybody there is white and all of this and it, it was there was enough there that I felt that they were giving their digs to both sides but I think our main character Crystal is very much in that. That middle, and she she is doesn't take sides with either, and I think she's very much that neutral middle or an affiliated party that is just sort is of she? stuck between the crossfire. Yes,
2: see, I, that, that that's where I get really confused because I feel like we have a pretty clear hero and villain here, and I mean, your point about only one side or both sides being skewered, I, I really didn't feel like the right was skewered at all in this movie. Did I miss some point where they were making the, fun of the, people the, the on the right? The right was skewered. Yeah. I don't think it was at all. Well, I
4: guess maybe if you acknowledge racism and homophobia to be a bad thing, then it's skewered because it is some they are some of the worst of the right. Like they're uh, they can be very they start very paranoid. even. I mean, with the fact, well, it, it's the whole thing about the snake eating itself of how manor gate and how this the hunt right. actually becomes is a twist sort of that we learn later but yeah i mean they're some of them are really awful people and oh, yeah. even uh, yeah. like ike Ber- ike birkenholz ike yes. Baronholz. yeah, right. ike Baronholz. he seems like he's got his stuff together but when they're looking at the uh when she goes into hillary swank's apartment and she sees the
2: different photos he's very clearly holding a tiki torch he is a white nationalist Right. So, okay, so But this is my point. So the yeah. only points, the only times that we're ever seeing that we ever see um, a negative by someone on the right is when it's being shown to us by someone on the left. No, Whereas because the left people all embody their stereotypes.
4: Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, if if we take the main woman, what what's her character's name? I'm sorry. Athena. Crystal.
2: Crystal. Crystal. Oh, yeah. Crystal. I'm
4: talking about okay, Crystal, gotcha. our, yeah, yeah, our sort yeah. of audience surrogate the hero. In effect. Actually, in the yeah. script, the hero. they call yes. her the hero. She, is the, yes. she is the hero. Um, that she uh, pairs along with different people on the right and is okay with, like, Gary and stuff for a while, and then starts to really sort of distance herself from them once they start to show how intolerant they are. Right. Isn't that a really? way... When oh. did she do that?
3: Oh, come on. With Gary when they're on the train and he's like, these are crisis actors. And she's like, uh, Gary, I don't think so. There's a kid there. And he's like, yeah, kids, they got crisis actor kids, too. That these, you know, these, you know, immigrants or whatever. they These are all just actors. I mean, Gary was so very much uh, set
2: up. Of but, and then he turns out to be right. See, this, uh, this, is, the, this well, is the problem. About like, one of them. Right? One of them. Well, well, I, we don't know that he's not right about all of them, right? They only show us him being right about one. That's the problem that I have said, with them. No, but that guy said that he had been. Yeah. yeah so he, He'd been embedded, right, but he was, he was embedded already embedded. lying. I mean, this is this is the yeah. problem when it, when when movies take these things and turn them into lies. Like I, I want to skip ahead a little bit and we because we already talked about how we bring this manor piece mm-hmm. of it up to it. Right. And all of these uh, these the right wing trolls are the people that are brought to this the the manor and all of them believe that manor is real. Already. Right? right. And then they explain through the story that Manor Gate was never real. However, we are introduced to the story talking about the manor and the hunt, and then it actually does happen. That's the whole question of whether. So what do you believe? Right now, there's only the only people who are actually doing the bad things in this movie are the left. No, 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 no. <laughs> so so
3: what I mean, so what I see is you've got some people who Sent some inappropriate texts and were joking around that then got leaked and got taken out of context in the right. Ran with it and basically went conspiracy theory crazy on it of like, oh, my gosh, can you believe this? The liberals are so bad. They even shoot people. They right. take Pizzagate, people out. Pizzagate, Pizzagate. Pizzagate was credited
4: yes. like they, gave, they yes. gave a couple different really quick examples right. of how this is really happening. Real right. Exactly. Right? And then
2: they validated by making it actually happen. Yes. The problem with this is to say that both sides are, are skewered, but then you have every all of the theories on the right being accurate how do you believe the what the left is saying when the left is actually doing the thing that they said is a lie
3: but they they do it in response to basically take out these people that have through that this cons- wronged
4: them, right? There not like there was this manor right. gate had been going on for years right. and years. So this I was a simple one time revenge situation. Right. They, they just believe been, that, but no, I, I, but but, I do because not, I everyone they just been trained right. for six months, uh, eight months. See, they just is, started
2: this, doing this stuff. Yeah, th- this is where movies like The Game and and these things like where they come up and there's this elaborate ruse that's put together, and and you're in you're in it you're living it and then all of a sudden you get uh you you get you have to believe them at their word but their word has been false throughout the film
4: not throughout the film no
3: no 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 so
4: i mean it just hasn't their word hasn't been throughout the film it it the chicken and the egg it gets a very difficult right it's totally. very problematic that's the point yeah is so what it, was the it, what was the spark point and there is a very big history of of far right taking on or finding little bits of things, blowing them up and trying to scare their base about it. The conceit that peop, that the left is so mad about that happening and being taken down from it that finally they actually literally pull the trigger to make one happen is actually kind
2: of interesting. Yes, it's, it's really terrible, interesting but it's and interesting. also terrifying and skewering of only one side is my point. Because if if that were an actual thing, that like it's a great skit. We've talked about this a lot, but if that were what was actually happening, basically they're proving that the right is right. No, take I... PizzaGate. Make it Pizzagate instead. Make it gate instead of Mannergate, okay. right? Okay. And and like, uh, if the left got so upset that they got blamed for Pizzagate, that they created a Pizzagate. Well, no, but the, was right?
3: The, for me, it was they used gate as, <laughs> as. No, that, to me that that does, that analogy is not going to work because basically they created gate <laughs> to take out this small group. They said right. there's there's hundreds of them, but we're going to take out the twelve worst offenders of this. And they even you know rank them basically like we want to. Like, these people have come out against us we have the power to do something against it we're gonna we're gonna do 12 people and we're you know they came up with a great idea let's use this to our advantage we're gonna use this thing so for me it, it's not this case of we created manor gate it was the setup for getting revenge on a small group
4: i think part of it might be more contained jj to your end why i don't think the pizza gate analogy well i think it's Interesting doesn't work is the left wouldn't or didn't in this case say you know what because you accused us of it just to get back at you we're going to go into human trafficking yeah, instead exactly. they went That's right the against instead the, they, they went into
2: murder which is, I mean, <laughs> with, just is the, people, with just yes, these people just these people yeah. No, uh, okay. Yeah. It, so, you okay. have to trust the people that are well, that are th- to do this. You have to trust the people that have created an elaborate ruse just to murder 12 people. That seems like a conceit that's really difficult to get behind.
3: Well, and so that's why I think the character of Crystal is really really important because I found it very interesting from the beginning as when she would hear like Gary go off on his thing or whatever and she would just sort of she wouldn't feed into it at all. Right. Yeah. And I thought she's not she's she's Somehow does not belong in with this group, but she's you know, she's got they they give her all the things of she's got the southern accent. She knows how to shoot a gun. You figure, oh, she's some just redneck, you know, red wing, right, right neck, red wing, redneck. Did I get that right? <laughs> right? Right wing redneck with a gun. Let's start this right episode over. There we go. That was
2: difficult.
4: Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Hey guys, welcome right to the flick field. chart. Yes, <laughs> welcome to the flick chart. Woo, the hunt. Yes, so,
3: so they just think that the audience, I think, is set up to assume that Crystal is just a right wing redneck with a gun, but because we don't, I didn't see her responding to sort of the bait that the Gary and, uh, you know, Stat, uh, any of these people are putting out there, um, I knew there was something different, and we get that payoff towards the end. And i I've appreciated the fact that to me it sets up both sides and I'll I'll still stay take my stand as both sides, but here with the left and her confrontation with the left is the middle America, Newt sort of, you know Gets caught in the crossfire on both sides of this is what I see happening because we know she she tells somebody she served in Afghanistan. So she's been in the military. The whole story that Athena has for her, that's not her backstory that doesn't line up or anything. She's just some, you know, blue collar working working girl who's trying to, you know, get by and gets caught in. You know, for me the greatest comparison would be the, you know, craziness in the on Twitter of just like all this crap that gets slung by both sides across and who loses out? Everybody in the middle. The people that are just trying to get by and make a living end up having their lives upended because both sides are trying to grab attention, grab headlines, and a large section in the middle gets caught in the crossfire and gets damage because of it and for me that's what this movie was really about
4: yeah because she's just a survivor she's not left nor right she's just a survivor we the very first time we see her she's able to make a compass
2: so uh, i mean but that's uh, i i got caught up in the stereotypes that they gave us to uh, to attach to her yeah and i believed that she was on the right and i and i had trouble believing even when she told athena at the end that she wasn't the right crystal maybe that's also part of the point That we had, as soon as
4: we saw her, grouped in with these other people, she knows the outdoors and she knows how to shoot a gun and she has, most importantly, a southern accent. We were very willing to dump her in with a certain side. There's something to be said about that.
2: There is. And, you know, I guess my my question would be to to try and really figure out what makes her the middle, because I never really caught her in the middle. I only caught the stereotypes putting her on the right. And then, of course, I the determinism of her being grouped in with all these people uh, led me down that path. But I think uh, I like the way that you're seeing it, too. If you talk about that. I mean, honestly, this is tell, this is telling us that if we if the middle can rise up and defeat the extremists on both sides, yes. that the middle is more intelligent and, and more really? calm and, and more. All these things, like again, uh, I don't. It's a big hunt, uh, right? I don't think this is. I don't think this is necessarily what this is saying because I still believe that this is just a comedy uh, with extreme (laughs) players on both sides. Yes, I do um, too.
4: I mean, because the lefts are so left, they're so ridiculous. Everyone is constantly doing a purity test when they're in the in the the deer blind when they're like Steve already said in the shit. I mean. They're so caught up in their own and their incessant need to try to get the people they're hunting to admit that they've done something wrong because then that right. will somehow
2: justify their murder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Why insane. do you think they're doing this? Why do you think they're following you? Yeah. yeah. You know, if
4: you can just think of one thing, that was one of my favorite parts where she just sort of like, oh, all right. Because and what makes her the middle for me is her consistent, uncaring attitude and why I just call her a survivor. She doesn't care about right. yeah. the politics The people are always the the right the gary when she's with gary not gary uh, when she's with dawn yeah oh yeah dawn who yeah. dies in the thing um uh that she they're just always kind of like well why are they doing this do you think they're do you think they're she goes i don't care i don't care yeah. they're just trying to yeah. kill us and then at the very end or not at the very end but at one point which maybe kind of sums up this movie she says they're they're either uh brilliant pretending to be idiots or idiots pretending to be brilliant something like that paraphrasing it's a great line yeah that also can maybe like describe some of the push-pull with the script
2: (laughs) yes (laughs) like
4: as i said like i wish i could have gone in knowing it's not trying to say too much it's not looking too hard
2: all that stuff makes sense but uh, the point that i that i think is important in this is that there is only one group that's being hunted and one group that's hunters. So, like, there is good guys and bad guys in this movie. I don't understand how people on the right could see this movie and be upset.
3: Well, the I again, I think it came from how the first trailer was presented, which was just the clips where it's just like, oh, it's a bunch of liberals that are, you know, have captured a bunch of, you know, conservatives and have are using them for shooting practice, you know, basically was the, the first. Yeah, that's,
4: that's absolutely why they would be upset, is because they feel that elites, the stereotype, I'm, Sort of, can we put a stereotype carte blanche over everything so we don't have to justify <laughs> purity justify too much during this whole thing? But um, yeah, that they that they are looked
2: down upon by the right. elite. But doesn't it play into the narrative? Well, yeah, this is the thing the the, the 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 right the 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 way that the right is portrayed in the movie plays into the right's narrative. Yes. The way that the left is portrayed in the movie is counter to the left's narrative. So why would the rights the rights the people on the right be upset with the way that the movie has act because it it just fires them up more, whereas the people in the left are like, "Of course not, this is ridiculous, and they and the left should be upset about the way that they're portrayed as foils and elitists that are hunting people because they're angry but like, they do but is, they do get angry. I mean they get fired up, but they also get angry that
4: there's uh there, a lot of the country believes there's literally a war on Christmas, right I mean this is just this just happens, and it can yeah. be seen as anger, and it can be seen as fear. it can be seen as paranoia, it can be seen as all of these kind of things.
2: I, I just feel like the movie, if we if we're talking about the political points of it, I just think it's pointed directly at one side and saying one side is wrong and the because they're villains, and the other side is right because they're hunted, mm. and that's the thing that I think is oh, that, but there's you know, so much racism, there's so not.
4: much homophobia, there's so much stuff that the people on the right are, I mean, calling it a crisis baby. I mean, those are. Horrific
2: things to say. Those are terrible, and they do. And yeah, well, that's the hard part because I'm not on the right, so it's really hard for me to 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 understand because I hear that stuff. And so, it, unfortunately, this again it validates the narrative, which is the thing that I get really nervous about when I see in movies. That's you know, I, we were talking just recently about the movie Zootopia. Have you guys seen Zootopia? Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So Zootopia is is a movie by it's straight it's up Disney, Disney right? It's Not Disney Pixar, Disney. just yep. Disney. And I and I think it's a great movie. I think it's wonderful. I do think politically it's kind of dangerous, however, oh, yeah. because there is a lamb that is running things and and the ultimate, we're spoiling Zootopia for our listeners now, uh, oh. the lamb is poisoning uh predator animals into making them violent. And ultimately, it's the lamb that is that is creating the war. Right. And oh. that again plays into a very conservative talking point that that uh, that peace-loving people are actually just violent with peace, uh, wearing a, a peace-loving coat, which I think is kind of scary when we talk about that. But uh, that's the kind of thing. I think yeah. it's interesting that these movies point at one side and not at both, it is, is the way that I felt when I'm watching it. But maybe it's just a magic mirror. I mean, maybe you just see what you want to see in it. It might be a magic mirror. It might also
4: be, you know, Damon Lindelhoff I don't believe, can possibly be on the right <laughs> if you've seen, <laughs> no. uh, like, the Watchman, his latest right. thing of the yeah. Watchman on the stuff, which is such an incredible examination of race and uh, inequality and stuff in America through the guise of a superhero story, um
2: potentially
4: <laughs> because they're on the left that they're over worrying about it <laughs> and right. don't, yeah. and, wa- and don't want to pull or pull some punches or something because they don't want to be dismissed as. That maybe in an effort to try to be as equal as possible, they run the risk of running because. Yeah, I mean <laughs> one, one other. Well, one other. This is a tricky movie to talk about. One other thing it to is say it really is potentially is that the hunt is in real life made up. Yes, but in real life, a lot of the things brought up by the people in the right in this movie are real. Yes. Like white nationalism, these things that have happened. And so there
2: is also that is a little queasy, too, to compare. That's why this movie is it, that's why this movie deserves conversation, because it is a little queasy. You you get worried when you all of a sudden validate the narrative of people who are making really scary things real and saying, we're only doing these scary things because these other people are doing these other scary things. It. it I mean, it, maybe if is the real <laughs> is the real point of this movie to just everybody should stop making wild accusations. <laughs>
3: I, to me I think it's it's not as smart as we want it to be and I think it is gives us an opportunity to to laugh at at the extremes and stereotypes and ridiculous over the top gore and violence just puts us in a very different mindset so that everything becomes cartoonish um in this and to me, this is definitely a movie that's out there to entertain and not to take a strong political stance, one way or the other. And I think that's why we're having having difficulty pinning it into a corner because I don't think it's that smart. I, I it's I right. think it's well, it's grab the stereotypes, grab the common things that people that are, people are are going to resonate with, that's going to be familiar with, and then just basically Hunger Games the heck out of this thing. And, well, and that's now, what. But it if is. that's
2: true, then why all the Animal Farm references? I mean, I'm to, no animal farm scholar. Oh, no, what are they trying to, what allegory? Nothing. What are they trying to?
3: No, there's, okay. there's, there's nothing. Cause I, I saw it with Andy. And he's like, it's been a long time since I read animal farm. What's this whole thing calling her snowball. And I'm like, there's, there's nothing with animal farm and a pig named Orwell. And again, it's let's, you know, you could dig into it and say, oh, this is, this is liberals trying to be, you know, as the intellectuals we're going to reference.
2: It, it's liberals trying to show that they're elite and right. they're
3: really not. Exactly. Um, because yeah. yeah. Trying
2: to be smart, right. smart. I think. Right.
4: Yeah. That's
3: all I, I took it for. There's nothing, nothing more than that. And I mean, for me, the, the, the joys came out of, you know, the, the jokes, the, you know, those types of things. I mean, what I really enjoyed about it was we when we just the beginning when everybody's in the field, and it's like sure you've seen the trailer and you know you know betty gilpin is probably going to be our main character but there's a lot of familiar faces in here like emma roberts who and i i love the how the characters are credited her character is yoga pants and so it's like right. oh emma <laughs> roberts okay and she's okay how long is she gonna last and you know how
4: <laughs> and she is our surrogate i mean she we yeah. she is our viewpoint we believe for so is. long right. yes for the exactly. whole beginning and then we meet the male hero The guy that ends up stepping on the mine. One of the things I like the most about the script and the filming is how they make it pretty clear... Don't get hooked on to anyone. And, Too and it, much until you meet. And it's yeah. just
3: and just then to just go. I mean, just ridiculous. Of so you've got the one woman who runs and falls into the little you know spike oh. pit, <laughs> and he gets her out of there, and then steps on the landmine, and her torso ends up back in the pit. It's ridiculous, but it yeah, made me yes. laugh so much. And that's much. hilarious. It is. And now
2: all, we're all this stuff we're talking about. The guy who steps on the mine. Yeah. The, the the male hero. This is yeah. Justin Hartley. He's okay. uncredited yes. in the movie. Oh really? But he's he's. A, Relatively big star yeah. right now because of This Is Us. Oh, so Sam right. Roberts,
4: I mean, they're yes. expertly yes. cast as kind of like a um, what do you call it? Uh, who's the woman that died right away in Scream? I'm sorry, I should have this. Oh, name. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Drew in Barrymore in Scream. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's he giving yeah. us he's giving us all of our people, and then. Yeah. It, taking them away pretty quickly. It's a great, it's a great way to do it. Yeah. So and I, it's I just and then people ju- for, for Justin these... Hartley
2: to not even be credited. Right. It's, it's, it's just shocking. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just love these names. So I want to
3: run down some of them. So we've got, you know, Crystal, we've got Athena. That's Hillary Swank. We've got, we've talked about Ike Baronholtz's Staten Island. Then we've got Don with three question marks. We have Shut the F up in parentheses, Gary. We have yoga pants. We have Sturgill Simpson as Vanilla Nice. We have. <laughs> we have. I, and I'm pretty sure this is our our girl in the pit, Dead Sexy.
2: Uh, no, okay, that's her name. No, the guy, isn't isn't the girl in the pit? Isn't that Big Red?
3: Is it? No, no, no. Big Red is the other one. Mm-mm. That's, uh, the other, <laughs> they the all have crazy names. Red, we have all, all of the, the casting. Then is Then the great. one that wakes up on the plane in the beginning is Randy, with four N's <laughs> and four E's in the name. So, and then then our uh, I
4: flight think big is, red uh, eats the poison donut. Right, yes,
3: big red does eat the poison donut. Um, oh yes, yes, yes,
2: you're right. Then so sexy is the one in the right. On and the, the, and the, then the we have yeah. we have
3: our flight attendant slash not stewardess slash Kelly, who finally gets to eat <laughs> some caviar at the end. Right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yeah. yeah.
4: (laughs) They see you can tell that they had a lot of fun writing it. You can also maybe tell that they wrote it pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yes. When by the time that Crystal, it seems lightning fast until Crystal infiltrates the bunker. and takes almost everybody out. Yes. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. what is this movie about now? I mean, right. that was so fast. I was waiting for this kind of a ready or not kind of yeah. one by one hunt people yeah. down. They all hold up in Athena's manor. We finally get to the manor and it happens. And instead they were like, no, no yeah. let's just go
2: for it. And in a way that I didn't disagree with, I thought yeah. it was really neat. Yeah. Nice. I thought it was fun and 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 it's an action comedy. That's yes. the thing. Yes. All of the political Very stuff much. aside, this movie is an action comedy. There's there's actually some really great action stuff in it and there's some good laughs too. It's it, it works in can that I, way. Can I say sure. what my
4: favorite joke was? <laughs> Okay. Yeah.
2: When the, when Athena is working out
4: and they're all in her manner picking who they're going to go with, oh, yeah. and the African American, sorry, it's okay to call them black now, Is said in the film. <laughs> the African American comes up and everyone's like, no, 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 what? And then that one guy goes, look, if we do this hunt without someone of color, it's going to be really problematic. <laughs> yeah (laughs) that's an incredible line if we don't also kill a black person it's going to be problematic that is like the craziest left idea of inclusion which is it's incredible
2: and that and there is a great satire of of the left and the left stereotypes in this movie um i don't think one one thing that i don't definitely don't want to skip over is betty gilpin in this movie i thought she was awesome i thought she she was interesting fantastic weird everywhere in this yeah um she is in glow. She's Liberty bell from glow. Yes. And the, the way she does the, the accent here, the, the, the mannerisms that she does with her face, Who is she? She's explaining to the, they had a military consultant and she's, she's lying Ooh. down after she's taken out oh. everyone in the bunker yeah. yes. and she gives the line, she gives the line. Well, he asks something like, well, why are you doing this or yeah. what's getting you through? And he, and, or why are you in your job? And she says, because I'm so, and she just makes a face. Yes. yes. And she says, <laughs> and and it's the only thing I can do to stop the face. And it's just, yes. I, I just thought her delivery and everything. And when she's fi- in the final battle with Hillary Swank, which I thought went a little too long, but in general, like it all worked really well and you know they're explaining it, that they picked the wrong crystal right yeah. like that actually if they would have picked this person that they thought was the right crystal that maybe it would have been all different right but she explains to her and she and she just drops a tear as she's like dealing with all of the stuff she's dealt with and you guys have mentioned that she is you know deadpan throughout it yeah. she's not reacting to the jabs from either side but you see she Betty Gilpin was amazing in this and I liked her before in glow but this performance and I don't know how many people are going to See this, but this performance will make me see anything she's in. She's so much fun to watch on screen.
4: Agreed. Oh, yes.
2: Agreed. Because that rule, there's a way to look at that role as being incredibly underwritten.
4: Yeah. I mean, yeah. nothing going on. And she brought it to light. It reminded me kind of like a uh, happy death day or happy death day to yeah. you of right. the movie is 85% uh, amazing because of the lead actress. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's all too. work.
2: Yeah. How about Hilary Swank? What did you guys think about Hilary Swank? I I, I feel like I haven't <laughs> seen her in a long time. I don't think you have. And I thought she no. was having a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think so. And you know, she she her the first time I ever saw Hillary Swank, she was the next karate kid. Oh so, yes, that's uh, right. She, she definitely can do <laughs> martial arts, and I don't know that everybody knows that because of all the other stuff she's done in the world. But um but I was happy to see her. I, I pretty much like everything that she's done in the world too. So that was cool. uh You mentioned uh, "Shut the F up, Gary." That's Ethan Suppley, who yes. I know mostly from the Butterfly Effect, right?
4: Uh, uh, and, uh oh, oh all Friday kinds Night Lights. Of stuff, yeah, not Friday Night Lights. He was in no, um, um, I Don't Want Your Life. What's that yeah, football movie? Uh, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. He was big in that. Yeah, literally. He's been in a bunch of things, yeah. Oh, see, he's always, lost yeah. a lot of weight.
3: Yes, he has lost a lot of weight. See, I always think of him from Mallrats when he's staring at the little, you yes. know, the thing you got to go cross-eyed to make the thing, and he's looking at it, and he's like, I can't see it, and he's just standing there for, like, the whole movie, trying to finally see the, the
2: ship, so. Yeah, oh my gosh, okay. his IMDb page, it's huge. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, you're been in right, right, tons working. Of stuff. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, It was that's fun great. to see Glenn Howard, he's always so amazingly horrible in a good way i'm such a it's always sunny fan that i mean he just plays that gross characters so well
2: and he had that total ethos the it's always sunny ethos just coming straight out and it was great i was surprised to see him in a role that i that wasn't bigger because i was like oh this is a face that everybody's gonna know right away Um, but he was great throughout it too. Um, it, it, it was just loaded with faces. This movie yeah, yes. was loaded yeah. with faces, uh, you know, not necessarily a list people, but all people that you're going to recognize from somewhere. And I think that kind of added to it for me too.
3: What I really liked was maybe it's just being a film fan of you know the the whole scene with the our, their their consultant and it's like he worked on that Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> 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 Tear, tears of the sun which i don't think i've ever seen but then there was a discussion about what it's how, real it is a real movie i love that they picked a real movie that's the oh, thing no, that he's, I loved a, he's
4: a real guy oh, oh it, i've, met, oh, he I've is? met i've met him, oh, he, is came he, a in for, him? he came is, in for a meeting when i was working with john Wu he's exactly is he a real consultant guy is, is? is he yeah. oh is he
3: okay yeah. even better even better oh my gosh they just tipped into
4: a
2: real person and he just did his yeah his character is Sergeant Dale his name is Steve Mokate or Mokate Uh, does that sound right Tommy Uh, I don't I would not remember the name I just remember his face that's so great uh,
4: yeah he works in movies
2: Yes, yeah, that's awesome.
3: <laughs> so things like that. And then even the, in the final fight of just when they end up outside and they're about to come back in and there's the door, it's like, nope, no more glass. We're done no more with glass. glass. No more glass. I
4: loved that, I Emmy. Mean, I know that you felt it went a little bit long, JJ. I thought that that fight was breathtakingly cool and along the lines of like Atomic Blonde, the staircase fight. Yes. Atomic yeah. Blonde. This cool new thing that we do where you know what makes it even more like powerful? They get tired.
3: Yes, they yeah. get legitimately
4: yes. tired instead of just being like, "Oh, I hit a rock on my head, but I'll shake it off." I mean, it's yeah. just right. yeah. I mean, at the end of this one and at the end of the Atomic Blonde one with Charlize Theron, I mean, they almost cannot breathe. Yes,
2: they and that's, supposed, yeah. that's feels and much I more the, realistic than everything else we see.
4: And I like the added thing that almost every part of the set piece of their fight involved a very elite, rich person's house. Yes. She was she was stabbed <laughs> with a fancy meat, th- an electric meat thermometer. She was yeah. cut with a food processor blade <laughs> and then they were rolled
2: through a indoor <laughs> fireplace. Yes. Right. And then and they went and they busted through a big picture window. A huge well. picture yes, window. Like, yeah. And like the
4: frame was blocked as they went through the entire was showing how much light was coming in through all the oh, different yes. windows. Yes. That's
2: just great. Right. That's just smart. Like, is my favorite yeah. camera shot. My favorite camera shot of the movie is when they're fighting outside and we're still inside. Oh, and audience. it goes across and, and it's sliding, yeah. sliding across, yeah. panning right. Oh, It's great. Super clever. Yeah. Is there anything else production wise that you guys think is important to talk about this movie? I uh, again talked about that that great camera move. The, the, the music. I didn't really notice the music too much, um, but it. it It moved so quickly. I don't think there was a whole lot of stuff that was determined by the music. I think the music was probably a supporting character. That's Nathan Barr, the composer for this one.
3: Um, I think, you know, the, this was just, it's, it's a short and fast moving film. So, you know, I don't know if that's the script, if it's editing, but this was one that when it finished, I just thought, I want to go see this again. I had such a great time with it. And so it Worked really well. There wasn't anything where I thought, "Oh, okay, that that's an issue." Uh, nothing stood out. I, I may, on a second viewing, I may start to identify some things, but you know, on first glance, this was just so much fun, and everything seemed to be working that I didn't really, or I was more forgiving, and it didn't stick with me. If there were any any issues with with anything, it, oh, it that's a nice stay. way
2: to say it. Yeah, yes, I think that's a very I mean, elegant way to say it. I need to watch it again and take with the with the idea that. Crystal is actually in the middle and is just uh, a, an everyday person that's caught up in this and not really, not really picking a side. Because I seem to catch, again, we talked about it kind of being a magic mirror. I seem to get caught up in the fact that as she allied with the people who were seemingly on the right or or you know the redneck right wing people that they were talking about i got caught up in the fact that she was that person but i really like your guys's take of that she was here by mistake right and if you take all the characters at their word if you take the script as it's written this is a a new thing it's fake it's it's put on for this and she was in error and she fought her way out of it. I think there's actually, you know, the most fun we had those this movie was thinking that it's, you know, silly and funny and and quick and fun, but I think there might be something to be said about that piece about let's let the extremists on both sides fall away and let's just continue to live and get on the plane and go the 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 f home. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause laughs> yeah. that was a real sort of, you know, it, it it she was a hero in this movie and you do root for her the whole way and it's a great ride from beginning to end yes all right well if we don't have anything else to talk about maybe now we should rank it flick chart
4: flick chart let's go rank this film you liberal cucks <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow, okay wait is that a bad word i don't think that's a bad
4: word <laughs> uh i didn't that i see you c u c k
2: s it's a trigger it's a trigger word. It's not like I a know it's a trigger word, word. So I don't know if it and it sounds like 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 two bad words put together. Yeah. I know. Uh, that's the best part. <laughs> no, it's we've just got a, all it's, the movies that we've talked about on this show ranked over at flickchart.com/slash TNR filmboard. Flickchart is a really cool site where you can create a tournament style stack ranking of your movie preferences. So check it out and find out how your film favorites fare against ours. Today I am back to having the keys of the castle. Where we start is right in the middle, and that's the hunt versus Beirut. I am the hunt.
4: Beirut. (laughs) Beirut. I remember really liking that and then never Uh, thinking of that movie again.
3: Oh, it came up on, it came up on discord and, and, um, it's, it's uh, Nick Langdon has issues. Yes. I'm going to say
4: Beirut and I apologize for the, well, I remember Uh, really liking it. And I remember the big thing I said on that review was it felt like a movie for grownups and I hadn't felt like a (laughs) grownup in a long time. And I liked it. You did that oh, yeah okay. i'm going to go with i'm going to go with that
3: no but i g- no i'm going with the hunt no it's okay. far too much fun
2: the hunt takes it the next one is the hunt versus captain america civil war and i will say civil war that's the big fight at the airport with uh, the do you do that heroes. for me yes for you it's
4: funny <laughs> i love that you're so smart no i was i was as soon as you said captain america anything i was like is that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, i will say the hunt I will say The oh, Hunt because superheroes.
3: Oh, you know, you know. as I've been doing my rankings, this is what I found is the Marvel movies. It's it's all that first impression. And then there's there's it's it's hard to, to latch on to enduring substance. And those are things I side on of something meaningful and artful. And mm. neither of these movies have that. They're just pure entertainment and fun and i and I, have, I try to also balance out the the bias of the fresh of like i the, the yeah, high you get rough. off of that is really hard and that's i that's the hardest I, one i do like i do like captain america civil war but I, it's it's two hours and there's so many things <laughs> that are problems all, and, I, all I remember uh, is the airport
2: fight too so right so yeah, I the, say that.
3: Yeah, yeah you've got 30 minutes of, of that so i'm gonna go with the hunt
2: all right, I'm gonna go. With Got the hunt. more to say. I agree yeah. with that. Okay, the hunt or knives out. I'm gonna go with knives out. Oh, knives, knives, knives out. out. Definitely, yeah. that was easy. Yes. For us. I just the watched it again on Redbox. It's nice. It holds the up. Hunt's,
4: it's so good. I'm sorry. No, that's okay.
2: Uh, no, and I think uh, honestly, I think you mentioned that it holds up. I think it actually has increased in a lot of people's eyes. I know it oh. has in mine. When I look yeah. at my personal flick chart, like it's it's actually kind of low. But now when I think about it, I, I really have a reverence for it. So. <laughs> Next one is the hunt or prisoners. I'm going to go with prisoners. Oh, prisoners!
3: Yes, I love me yeah, some denny. Has to be
2: prisoners. Yes, okay. and then the hunt or rogue one. That's the, the hunt. I'm going to say rogue one. Which one's rogue one?
4: Rogue is one that, is the one is with stormtroopers on the beach. Yes, yes, stormtroopers on okay, the beach and
3: it. and acrobatic Darth Vader and I'm going to you know.
4: always keep giving you guys my <laughs> yes. three my three word thing cuz JJ's <laughs> learned fight at the airport and now it's yeah. stormtroopers on the beach, <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> okay. Stormtroopers on the beach. You got to remember that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh, so steve it's your vote i'll go oh, with the
4: i'm gonna go with the
3: hunt because i had fun wow, i did have fun fantastic.
2: okay uh, this one's gonna be harder so the hunt or captain america winter soldier now that's number two tommy oh um, uh, that's the with, cold war one kind of right yeah.
3: yes that's the okay, Ex- brana no 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 it's the exposition bunker scene that i always right. call where we've got a uh, little robotic german scientist telling us everything for like 10 minutes
2: oh uh, i'm gonna go with yeah. the hunt in
3: this
4: one <laughs> I don't remember enough, so I think Darnell will kill me. But I'm going to go with the hunt.
3: Oh, and I, I don't worry, I'm I'm there t- with you too. So I'm I'm oh, all then, about.
4: Then yes. Darnell, I'm switching mine to Captain America, <laughs> but it doesn't matter
3: because I I think our Marvel movies are are way the the bias of the fresh has put them a lot higher. And right. I'm, I'm trying to, to balance some things out. So For sure. Yes. So
2: this is okay. now the hunt versus glass and I will pick glass
3: glass. So, so Tommy, that is the most recent one.
4: Oh yeah. Glass. No, I glass, will pick, the, yes. I will pick, um, Oh, I really, I just watched glass. again. keep watching that movie, man. It doesn't stick to landing. I'm going to go with the hunt. Okay.
1: What did you Can say? Steve JJ? I didn't hear yours? Oh, what did you I say? Glass.
3: Oh, geez. Again, I got to be the deciding vote. No, you could vote oh. first, Steve. Um, no I I could have, but I
4: oh. Yeah, you snowflake. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go with glass because I just glass. I love that whole sort of, do you call it a trilogy, Unbreakable yeah, Split in is, Glass? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Yeah, so it's meant to gonna, be. yeah I, I'll call that okay, trilogy. Okay,
2: so yeah. The Hunt ends up as number 18 okay. on our flick chart. I feel nice. like that's pretty high. Oh, yeah. Considering yeah. it's an 89-minute movie. Yeah. It's an extended <laughs> sketch. Yes. But that being said, I, I agree. I think we had a lot of fun with it. I, I wouldn't have put it this high. It's actually, I had to rank it twice on my personal flick chart because I put it in the top half first and then it went all the way to, down to the bottom of the middle. So I did it again. And so it's in the bottom half but um but it's just it's it's a fun movie there's there's definitely reasons to go and see this one out there yeah okay so it's
3: it's the marvel stuff that keeps it because i'm looking at the list and so like at number 21 is fury and i would i would have picked fury so we've got we've got we've got a little messy let's do another re-ranking on this list
2: (laughs) (laughs) every (laughs) weekend yes If everyone can just set aside eighteen hours of every yes. week, <laughs> we'll be able to do that. Okay, right. Letterbox uh, Star rankings out of five and five point fives count. I think it's a three star movie. It's a little bit over half for me. I really enjoyed it and I liked it.
4: I'll say three point five and like, and I might go back and think rethink that later.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go three point five and a like
2: on that one. Cool. Yes, great. So that's somewhere like three point three 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 so four it something. A, it's Pi Day today. We're Pi recording day. on Pi Day, so oh. it's three and point something. We'll switch the one four to a four one, and we'll be happy about it. And we all liked <laughs> it, which is great. So, where do we go from here next month? is the a hospital. whole bunch of uncertainty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I think we were planning on seeing No Time to Die, which was the James Bond movie. It was yeah. scheduled to come out Easter weekend on April 10th, but that's all been pushed back. Everything's been pushed back. And because of that, we haven't really gotten to a place where we feel comfortable picking our movie for April. It's Everything's uncertain right now. And we, we wish we could be picking something and getting everybody set for something, but we definitely don't have that right now. So right now, it's a little bit of a question mark. The... Same could not be said for the main show on the next reel. They are currently working on their Spike Lee series. Uh, recently, the most recent one up there is, um, let's see, it's uh, Do the Right Thing, which mm-hmm. is great. So there's been a lot of great things out there. They're also doing Bamboozled and one other one. Ooh. I can't remember what the other thing is. So lots of fun stuff uh, with the Spike Lee series. Yep. Um, and and then coming up soon, I don't know when it's going to start, but it's coming up very soon. The Marvel Movie Minute will start examining the Incredible Hulk, which should be a lot of fun as well. That's what's going on in the uh, the world of The Next Real and all of our fun podcasts. There is a special place on the internet where we gather in between recordings, and all you wonderful people out there in the world should come join us there on Discord. Go to TheNextReal.com and let us know you want to hang out on our server with our fun film family to discuss all the remarkable things from throughout the entertainment universe. There are specific chats about all of the TNR shows, so come on over and join the gang. That's where we'll keep the conversation going, but for for this one say good night tommy handsome we did it good night and one more word from steve sarmento hondo at the next reel when the movie ends our conversation begins till next
0: supposedly so much better than the movie. We've also explored Stephen King epics like The Dark Tower and It, biopics like Damien Chazelle's First Man,
1: and sweeping sagas like Denis Villeneuve's take on Frank Herbert's
0: Dune. And don't forget Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, based on David Grant's nonfiction book about the 1920s murders of the Osage Nation. I just finished the book, and it's fantastic.
1: It's always fascinating to look at the source material, and we often do as the book lovers we are. For those of you out there who love to do the same, head to thenextreel.com slash originals to find all of our past episodes and dive deeper into these adapted stories.
0: And it's not just stories. We've included things like the video games Uncharted and Detective Pikachu.
1: That's right. thenextreel.com slash originals is your one-stop shop for in-depth looks at the sources for cinematic adaptations that we have discussed. Every purchase you make supports the Film Board and the Next Reels
0: family of shows. So what are you waiting for? Head to the slash originals
2: and get your next read today.